This is the Breakout Media Network. Welcome to the Mark Hudson Show, also known as the Break Room, on the Breakout Media Network, featuring Mark Hudson. She's more influential on the young male with a penis. Guest starring the lead singer of the alternative rock band Navid, the Tank Engine, Thomas. What star would you like to sexually assault Candace Cameron? And as always, the sweetest, cleanest, and most beautiful producer of this side of the Atlantic, Dustin Taylor. You've seen Coming to America, haven't you? <laughs> no, that's dorky. Welcome to the break room with Mark, Dave and Dustin. Cue the theme sweet, clean, beautiful Dustin. Hey everybody, welcome to the break room for August 4th, 2006. It's episode 20 actually, I believe. Really? The big 2-0 finally? The big 2-0. We're almost legal. Fully legal. <laughs> oh really? Uh, Was it legal to do episodes beforehand? I don't know. I'm just talking about drinking. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, this week we've got uh, <laughs> Thomas in the um, news guy chair. What's up? Is that the official title for that chair? I don't know. I was trying to think of something and I failed. So. Uh, okay. Hey, you little champion. Um, <laughs> Dave, we actually, we actually got done. We're recording this on Sunday, but uh, we just got done with Dave's wedding last night. Later? Um, about, well, I guess it was more like 2.30 this morning. but <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> Dave is, or will be on his way to uh, Canada tomorrow to celebrate the honeymoon. Right now he's staying at a very High shitty five. hotel. Very, very That's shitty very hotel. <laughs> it's tolerable. I don't it's, know. I'd say it's very, very shitty, but it's... Not the best. It's dirty. By, by far, I wouldn't be where I'd want my honeymoon suite. The only good thing is the location. That's it. The location That's is true. nice. Yes, it's close to everything, but the dirtiness and... Oh, 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 oh. The parking and then charging you for parking. Yeah. It's yeah. not worth it. Not worth Two it. Two dollars. Yeah, definitely go for a name brand like Radisson or Marriott or something. Marriott? <coughs> Maybe Hilton? Hilton? What's Isn't it Marriott? Marriott? Is it Marriott? Marriott? I don't know. Does it fucking matter? That's stupid bitch. It matters what the name is. Marriott, Marriott, whatever. Marriott. And we've also got a studio audience this week. (laughs) Patrick, Lee, and Laura are there in the back. Hi. Hey. Don't know if you could hear that. They say hi. They said hey very quietly and uninspired. (laughs) Lee. Just like the rest of us. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Patrick had a good idea that we should talk about uh, since we just went through the wedding. If weddings were left up to guys, what would they be like? Because this wedding, it was quite, it was probably not, it's definitely not the... Um, untraditional. It was untraditional. It, but I it definitely was untraditional. But as far as production value, it was not the, like, um, mo- it was not the biggest wedding I've ever seen. Was, yeah, I've never been that poor. And so, but given the... Um, thank you. <laughs> well, you have to be so elitist. Uh, given the... It wasn't bad. <laughs> there weren't that many people. I mean, no. like it was like, what, 120 people were supposed to come? Maybe something like that. And still, people were like running around with their, you know, chickens like with their heads cut off. That's true. So, well, I mean, it, it all came together okay. It was yeah. great. Oh, yeah, it was good Bend in the over, end. Dave. It was good in the end, except for me. The efficient kind of lost it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Did you by the end? Oh, Everything I, I heard was good. I lusted, lost about halfway through. Lusted. Lusted. <laughs> I'm a princess. Uh, that's yeah. how I started the ceremony, too. By saying that? By saying that, exactly. 
Good yeah. evening, everybody. I am a princess. <laughs> so, Dustin, you went to a wedding a few years ago. That's true. What do you remember about it, and what would you have changed? Uh, I don't know, because I don't really care. I think it That's about the same. This may not be the greatest topic ever, because I just don't give a crap. Way to go, Patrick. Say, that Dude, was... Because most guys awful. don't. Yeah, I just... I mean, there may be one or two things, like there's one or two things I want. It's more about what the women wedding, want. But it almost doesn't matter everything else. It's all... Come over here, dude, if you're going to talk. All right, okay, then, then think of it this way. You have to use the same budget as a normal wedding. Like, you have to use up, like, five grand or something dollars. like that. But you get to do whatever you want. Okay, cool. So, like, well, I would, would start off with maybe hiring a band that I like. Okay. That might be a good idea. See, there you go. For the reception. So how much money? Okay. So what band would you like? Like, what's what it reasonable like for a five grand total wedding? Cheap trip. I don't know that. You, that's <laughs> about all you can get. KC and the Sunshine Band. Trick even together anymore? <laughs> I don't think so. I, don't know. But I know KC is. We heard, saw him at that. Well, we didn't see him, but we heard him at that. Maybe some uh, Great White. That's true. That July Fourth thing. That not not that you long. You like ago. Huey Lewis on the news? Um, jeez. Creed probably would do it for that amount of money at this point. Yes, still once again that's get them true. together. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. But uh, that's very true. You may be able to get Scott Stapp shortly. It would be difficult to get a band unless it was a cover band to be able to do something like that. You just because like you can't Fur- have all the same music going all the time. Yeah, you can rub it on your nipples. You can. Put- you could get Back in Black or Queen for a day. ACDC and maybe for five thousand. You mean yeah. ACDC or is there a band called Back in Black? There's a band called Black and Black, and they're an ACDC. Black and Black, ah, but they play all ACDC songs. Yeah, I know, but you're a big ACDC. So you Mexican, might as well have Mexican the actual. Band. The, the point was that you need different kinds of music. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Retard. <laughs> What's the name of that band that Nikki likes Donald a lot Dork. that plays all cover songs? Twisted Nipple or something like that. Was that I'm pretty sure it's not Twisted Nipple. Oh, I can't what remember what it is. I, they play at Sherlock's a lot. I can't remember what their name is. Yeah. But anyway. It's a very odd name. Maybe it's under my six page. Let's get <laughs> I don't know. Personally. So I, you already know a guy that can cover songs for you. That's true. Chopper Except Dave. There you Chopper go. Jeez. I'm sure he'd be more than willing to do that, too. <laughs> Chopper Dave. Well, you may have a wedding coming up in a couple of years. And Who? You. Who said that? Maybe in a couple of years. Maybe, Maybe in a couple of years. It is possible. It's possible. You're co- you're in a committed relationship. It's highly possible. I wouldn't call it committed. Oh <laughs> well. <laughs> so uh, Nikki is, is not listening to this, so I'm in good shape. I hope. Yeah, you hope. But you we think she won't we know to that it. she's going to be well full in control of this. Now, here's the debate you guys have had in the past: is that your dream has always been to have the extremely white James Bond tuxedo? Oh, not all not white. Cool. Black pants. Okay, sorry, black pants. White but the white jacket. <laughs> Board white jacket black and a bow tie. tie. Right, yeah. so you look like a waiter. Um, <laughs> James Bond, dude, <laughs> not a waiter. Good point. Jeez. Kind of kind of like the wait staff, too, though. Yeah. In no, all honesty. They a little all, bit. I would make sure they would not wear the same thing. Okay, maybe not your particular wait staff, but <laughs> what people generally think of wait staff. So if it were up to you, would everybody be dressed like a James Bond character? No, like, it would be only me. Like Nicky's dressed up like Octopussy? Or, yeah. Octopus eating no. The guy doing the wedding is like, not like I a have cat. a big thing for James Bond. I just wore it one time and really, really liked it. So I decided that was be what I'd wear at my wedding. Hmm. Oh, that's not cool. But you know, supposedly that's not going to happen, right? If it's no, no, it's right? not going to happen. We made we made kind of a a deal of sorts sure. because her family, her two older sisters, 
the Holy family has a close family friend that uh, that is an Elvis impersonator and is supposedly very, very good. Right. They'll wake up in the morning. And they're pretty into Elvis, the entire family. Right. So her older two sisters' weddings have involved the guy singing Elvis stuff during the wedding. During the wedding? Not the reception, the wedding. No, no, a wet, like in the middle of the wet, wedding, he sings a song like, mm. oh, what's an Elvis song? I can't remember. One of his love songs, you know? Love Me Tender? Mm. That is. Gosh, I can't, I can't remember. Anyway. I'm so excited! The plan for her the whole time has been to have him sing as well, and nothing right. personal against the guy, but I want to be the only guy that sings at the wedding, because I can tell you right now, and maybe it's just me, <laughs> but I know it's not just me. Uh, there are yeah, plenty of people that go to a wedding, and if multiple people sing, there's kind of a comparison going on there. Like, I can tell That's you right true. now, I went to my cousin's wedding, and my Uncle Dave sang, and this other guy who was really crappy sang, too, a uh, cover of some song. My, my uncle wrote a, really cool, wrote a really cool song. The other guy sang a cover of a Lighthouse song. But, I mean, you couldn't I mean, walk in there and not just be like, wow, that guy stunk compared to that other dude. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want any comparisons whatsoever going on. At the wedding wow. that wow. would be mine, so <laughs> the wedding that would be yours, not not somebody else's. <sighs> that's true. Got yes. him a dork. That one. But anyway, yeah, that's what I made the concession that she wants to be the only person in white. So I made that concession. If that guy did not sing, I would be the only person playing. So that's fine with me. I don't white. Care. It's not that important. I thought it was really important, but it doesn't really matter. I Personally, I wouldn't want anybody singing my wedding. To be honest with you. Because I, I guess I've been to a few, and it's like... Do you want any of your indie band singing? No, not during the wedding. Maybe at the reception, but I'm talking about uh, okay. during the wedding. I don't know that I want anybody Well, maybe not during the wedding. the wedding. Personally, to me, it detracts... Every wedding I've been to where somebody has sung during the it wedding... Detracts it detracts attention from the people being married? That's just, true. But I would be one of the people being married in that yeah, instance. It, and, but th- there's also $2. the thing of... Every wedding I've been to where somebody sings, the production value of that person is, is awful. I mean, they're usually not that guess, great, I, and it's like, okay, we Fuck just kind of hit a speed bump there. So, so it, you're saying if you were going to get married, mm-hmm. you would not have me do anything because my production value would be crap. But I wouldn't ask you, no. <laughs> that's the thing. I wouldn't ask anybody to sing to my, during my wedding. Because you would be afraid of my production value But I wouldn't crap. ask you anyways. That's the thing. Not because Because you're crap. you would be you afraid produce, of my production value production being crap. Value so All right, I've talked myself into a hole, so Jeez, let's just keep dude. going. Thanks. I never say oh, anything oh, about oh, you. Oh, 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 oh. I'm just saying, in general, every wedding I've been to, I don't know, it feels like a speed bump to me. Good in point. the wedding. Okay. Plus, you know, nobody really wants... You know, you're there for 10 minutes. That's enough. Get out and go party. Good point. I mean, it could be 10 to 15 minutes. You could still fit a good two-minute song in there. Yeah, 10. It's not a big deal. Whatever, it's dude. It's your wedding. That's true. It is my wedding. That's right. I'm a young male with a penis. But then Whatever again, you when, you, when you get to that point, you'll be amazed that uh, you don't have quite as much say as I you know. think you will. I know. As I've discovered... And you have no idea yet what you're really going to want at that time. Well, the only true. person that will have as For much sure. say is my brother, Patrick, because mm-hmm. he is half girl. Well, that's true. So he will have to say have at least half of the say in the wedding. Yeah. How's your vagina? Wow. <laughs> so anyway. For all listening out there, are not really half girl. In fact, How's your vagina? Not in a physical way, in a mental way. That's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> I would just like to point out that you guys are the one opening the show with a 12-year-old girl conversation as a segment. 12-year-old girl conversation. Didn't it come from you? <laughs> I believe it was your idea. That's beside the point. All right. <laughs> so anyway. 
First, ah. first, I'm hoping for a monster truck and strippers theme at my wedding. Oh, I'm sure that for work. five grand. Yeah, high five. I'm sure I could dig up Grave Digger and Grave. for five grand, maybe a tore up stripper. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you probably get a tore up stripper. Go back to Abilene, pick up a few chicks. The day shift at the what was that bar over by the Cloud Nine? Cloud Nine. You know how I know that you're gay? <laughs> pick up the whole day shift. For, that's right. Have some some stripper poles on each side of the altar. Wow. Yeah. You're going to have a huge audience at that one. That's very right. true. It depends on... You could sell tickets to that, too. Grandma's going to love it. So, is that the end of that? Uh, I guess so. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you got? You got something to add? No, I don't know. I'm pretty much done. I, what so would you do wild. if you were to get married? Yeah, if I was? Yeah, I don't if, know. if you I were to wait until the time comes. I don't remember yeah, a whole lot about your good. wedding. I don't either, so it's okay. <laughs> I, remember, I remember being up there, and that's about it. Yeah, I don't remember the ceremony. Like you were telling me the other day, because like I messed up during the ceremony. You were telling what was the thing you were telling me about the guy? Messed up oh, the that vows? he said uh, the ring represents the fear of the <laughs> of the commitment. Good lord, <laughs> I do not remember, I don't remember that. that at all. I don't remember what he was supposed to say now, but I'm like, yeah, that's great, man. That is freaking <laughs> awesome. I don't know that a classified as awesome, but this ring represents the fear that you will have of your wife for many, many years to come. <laughs> the fear of marriage, jeez, <laughs> represents the shackle that I'm putting on you. <laughs> That's so awesome. The end of your life as you know it. Yeah. <laughs> so, was there anything else you would have changed, though? Not really. It's it was fine the way it was. I didn't really care. I just Hear that, to get Elena? He thought it was perfect. Mm. It's true. Oh, it's a good point. All right, awesome first segment. That's no fun. We still got ten minutes to burn here. I was going to say I don't think that's the full first segment. Is it not? You want to talk about this? Sure. Go yeah, ahead let's read talk it. about that. Read it. Jesus right. loves <laughs> da bitches and hoes. Don't get defensive, Thomas. <laughs> go. All right. Read so it. Dustin brought me this postcard today that he got in the mail. All right. It's uh, dub dub looks like it has an eclipse on it. The front says the return, and it's got a picture of Earth. The other side has the eclipse. Uh, <laughs> and the the postcard says in white text imagine your entire world changing faster than you can blink an eye imagine a global political meltdown imagine Whoa. worldwide chaos imagine economic and environmental devastation imagine a global currency imagine an empowered global political force that only hates Christians more than it hates Israel Whee! this is not something of your imagination this is something prophesied in the bible we invite you to journey with us toward the return of Jesus Christ. There's a storm brewing in the spiritual realm that will liberate all Christians and devastate those who do not believe Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Time is short. Whatever you do, do not miss the return. This teaching series begins Sunday, July 30th at 9 a.m. or 10.45 a.m. Quality children's ministries and the, nurseries are all available. All the sermon dates and, and everything. What the hell? So, you're shaking your head, Thomas. What are you shaking your head about? Candace uh, Cameron... Well, obviously, I I personally am a Christian, right? And uh, I just point. have never ever agreed with scare tactics as a way to bring bring people to Christ. I think that's the most ridiculous. Uh, I think it's un. I just think it's unoriginal to begin with, and I also mm-hmm. just think it doesn't do any good. What if uh, you're like a, a Jewish person that received that? I'm not a Jew. Wasn't that? I mean, this is really the. Like a modern-day fire and brimstone sermon. Pretty much. Well, if anybody, Jewish, Buddhist, whatever, receives that, it's just going to make them hate Christianity more. And unfortunately, we're all painted in that same brush. Mm. That's true. uh, Very easily, because that church declares Christianity, so uh, 
That's, they must speak for all Christians. I mean, I know, I know. It's easy. I'm not blaming anybody of that because I do that just as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately, sometimes. But no, you know, I've read, I've read. Uh, it's been a long time, but I have read Revelation several times, and I guess I just maybe I don't understand the symbolism. Maybe I don't know 16. the background, but. I don't remember remember any of these things being prophesied. Uh, I don't necessarily remember that either. You know, the, the one global yeah. currency and all that, huh? Um, I don't remember that. Do what? The currency is that in there? I don't remember that in Revelation, but I, I mean, know. I, I know they're referencing the euro over in the European Union, but well, basically, this you know, this is I, I've read some of the um, Left Behind books by Tim LaHaye and mm-hmm. um, what's his face, and this is basically this whole first paragraph. Is basically like a rip off of their book, and That's so what it, it sounds like yeah, and it's like they're preaching. What's and I, I've heard that those are wildly inaccurate. I mean, they're very popular fiction, but they're wildly inaccurate. But as they far are as fiction. Go. Yeah, they are. But as far as um, prophesorial uh, accuracy, I guess not prophesorial. That's not the right word. Um, prophecy accuracy, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but I've heard it's wildly ac- inaccurate. Um, and it, I just really don't understand the whole getting in your face thing about it. I either. know. Especially to extend something like this. This really, if I was someone who was definitely unsure, let alone, you know, Hindu oh, yeah. or whatever, this would definitely not make me want to go. It would not interest me if you're telling me I'm... I'm not a Jew. No, and that's that's why I roll my eyes at that kind of stuff, because I don't believe it serves I don't think it serves any purpose. ...that they mm-hmm. are trying to accomplish. And doesn't it really... I mean, by slamming someone else, aren't you only making yourself feel better? Like, it's an air of superiority. Uh, yeah, I feel Very like much that. so. Yeah. And, that, and I don't feel like that is what Christianity is all about, mm-hmm. uh, being vastly superior to those that, on the basis of Christianity, is that God loves everybody the same. Muscle, mm-hmm. muscle. That's what God loves. Well, you know, back when back when I was going to church, there was there was a girl that I knew that she used to go down to Deep Elm, and um, and there's still people that do this, from what I know, that Holy they'll go down there and they'll hand out tracks, hand out tracks, and witness people getting their face about it. See, Remember that back in Abilene? It's not that, that, see, that's not really, I mean, I don't Mary have Magdalene. so much to say against that. I, I feel like that's mm-hmm. too, especially when you're standing right outside a club. Yeah. For me personally, that's too much in your face, but it's one thing to hand out tracks that talk about the Christian faith and stuff. It's another to hand out things that have like a skull on it and then like, oh, your day is coming. Like the jacked chick just, tracks? That's just jacked up, Ten, yeah. to be nine, honest. I eight. just That's the countdown for your day. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Handing someone a piece of paper that has words on it is like the lazy man's and way of trying to spread the faith. Personally, it would make me. Sending a mass mailer is even worse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, especially that talks a lot of tough words that they're <laughs> yeah. not willing to stand there and tell you. That's per- true. I First, mean, in all honesty, if somebody came up to my face and like you are going to hell. Mm. I would have a little bit more respect for that person to have the cojones to come up and say that than send me a mailer, a a thing in the mail that's just like, your day is coming. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen, you know, you're talking about respecting people. Do you respect this guy? Um, His name, well, I guess this site is closed now. Nazi. funny. His name is Fred Phelps, and he runs a a church somewhere. I thought there was an S at the end of there. Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I've never even yeah, heard this before. Okay, so. his name is Fred Phelps. He run. He was a guy that. Um, who was the guy that? He was the gay kid that that got uh, killed. Uh, it was uh, Mark no, Lynn no, Baker. No, that was the guy, Jasper. It was the guy in Wyoming. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Was, uh, he was. He got beat up by a bunch of people in a bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was the guy that he went to, and do not mark this. 
<laughs> but he went to the guy's funeral, and, you know, of course, held up signs saying, God hates fags. Mark? Um, and he's the one that has been at uh, soldiers' funerals, and uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but... He he's been all over the news. He he does. This I heard by, this guy on uh, I forgot what. I thought it was Stern, but maybe it was somebody else. Here's here's personally. I, I mean, yeah, this guy's got balls, but I don't have respect for him at all. No, I'm not balls. saying that. I'm not just saying that anybody who has balls is worthy of respect. That's not yeah. what I'm saying at all. Oh, apparently, I'm downloading a media file here. Oh wait, that's a PDF. God loves everyone. The greatest lie ever told. <laughs> 701 passages for proving God's hate and wrath <laughs> for the most of mankind. Wow. Dude, I don't know why you're this laughing. This is written by Fred Phelps. I'm not. That's a drop, so... Jeez. <laughs> yeah, the introduction says, God loves everyone is the theology that is touted by every major so-called Christian religion in the United States. Zacharias Musawi. Uh, it is the hue and cry of the sinful and corrupt generation and the single idea and value that binds the religious community of the U.S. together. Bleh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, he's just full of hate. I mean... I don't understand how that guy thinks he's really spreading the word of God. How is he supposed to... How is that witnessing to people, really? How is that increasing the numbers, you know? I really uh, I don't understand it. This is really an extreme example. Don't get me wrong. Whereas the, the not-so-extreme is going down to deep ellum. Ultimately, you have... I mean, ultimately in religion, you do have to... You have to expose the more, I guess you want to call them negative things, at some point. But when you're True. trying to introduce new people... Is that, you wouldn't really think, think that that's... No, I would definitely say that if this guy thinks that this is bringing people to Christ, he's a moron. Yeah. I'm sure he thinks that. Uh, if he thinks that... I mean, I really I really am curious what... I love you. I mean, who wants to be in a religion that's full of hate? Yeah. I mean... Well, Jesus never went around telling people they were going to hell. Yeah. That's not sure. And I'm not saying... It's a good point. Uh, gosh, that's such a tough... Even um, the money changers in the temple, he didn't tell them they were going to hell. He just flipped the tables. That's true. But yes. I I mean, that's what... He didn't walk around saying, you're going to hell, Jesus you're going well, to hell. And our our, our faith is mm-hmm. supposed to make us to be in what we believe and walking the walk is trying to be more like Christ. And, and that's, he didn't ever walk around talking about, who would you like to rape? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, he didn't, dude. That's a good point. But... That's a good point. Honestly, I don't see how this guy can align. Fred Phelps can align <laughs> it with, um, you know, Jesus hung out with prostitutes and um, tax collectors. Good and point. he probably, you know, he probably hung out with gay people, whether he knew it or not. I'm sure he did. If he's really a deity, then I'm sure he knew that there were That's gay people. That's because I don't like black you know, people. Some of these people were gay. So he probably he probably walked with all these people, but how can he? I, I, I'm not asking you to answer this because you obviously can't speak for him, but uh, if I would like I to know how can he guess, align that. This guy would say that Jesus was perfect. And we're not able to be perfect, so that gave him the right to do it and us not to. He might. You never know. I don't know. I, I actually would like to spend a little time reading into that site just to see kind of his... I'm sure, surely, in there somewhere he's got a, quote, mission statement or something. He's a big bear. Yeah, he's got 701 reasons that you can believe. <laughs> if you would like to go through like and read the PDF. that specific number. It's not enough. Yeah, and and 15. in case you're inclined to speaking Spanish, you can go to GodHatesFags.com in Espanol as well. <laughs> Didn't that feature open? Just in case. Gender? So we're all doomed unless we know English or Spanish. I guess that so. we're saying. <laughs> and don't Jeez. take the time to download some of his sign of the times. Videos. I just, I just, I want to, I want to talk to these and people. I want to know. 
tell me about the verses that talk about how we're supposed to be like Christ, and that is the pinnacle at which we're supposed to try to achieve. Come here, motherfucker. And yet, let's hate everybody. Yeah. I don't understand that that whole notion. It just doesn't make any sense. That's because I don't like black people. Probably. There you go. Well, I guess that's about <laughs> it for this week. <laughs> the uh, the band this week is called The Appreciate Shakes. Dave chiming in for that. <laughs> Thank yeah, you thanks God. for calling in, Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're called The Shakes. You can find them at their actually official website is myspace.com slash the shakes myspace. Uh, you can also find them at music.podshow.com and the song is called Liberty Jones. Uh, Crawlspeed.net for all your Jeep needs. Um, what do we got in news there, Thomas? You want me to start talking about it right now? No, I'm just saying. Give a little tease. 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 Uh, story. tease. Be a story. tease. Be a tease. Mel Gibson decides to hate on everybody but Christians. And All right. And what's in news? Uh, I see. I see and he got news. and he got uh, arrested for a DUI. That's awesome. Uh. <laughs> there was a giant dead eel tossing contest <laughs> that was canceled for some reason. And a naked woman leaves police speechless. All right, there you go. So this is the shakes with Liberty Jones. All right, gasoline. High five. Out. Go. Out. Go. Heavenly Liberty Jones works in the shop that she owns. Listens to music like swing when there's no customers in. Drinks cause she don't like to drive Takes a siesta at five Empties her thoughts out of sight To the river at night
He just wouldn't stay away. All aboard. It's time for the train yard with Thomas the Tank Engine. Have your tickets ready, assholes. <laughs> Did you like that, dude? That's pretty good, dude. Holy crap. That's right. It's time for the first edition of the train yard with <laughs> <laughs> Tank Engine Thomas. Well, look at you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's not cool. All aboard. Hollywood star Mel Gibson apologized for a drunk driving arrest as he was at, as for unspecified despicable statements he made during the, during we, the so episode. We, we. <laughs> a breathalyzer test indicated the alcohol level in his blood was 0.12%, while 16. the legal limit in California is 0.08%. I acted like a person completely out of control when I was arrested <laughs> and said things that I do not believe to be true, which are despic- despicable. Pee-pee. Uh, let's see. There was no explanation what statements Gibson was referring to, and the sheriff's department declined to offer any clarification. But TMZ.com, a celebrity website, posted what it claims to be a report by the arresting officer. According we to the report, the right. actor referred referred to effing Jews, adding nice. that adding that the Jews are responsible for all the wars in the world. I'm not a Jew. Awesome. It's a good point. Uh, so you're just going to leave him hanging there, dude? Let's see. Uh, at the end, you're not gonna it says talk? he then asked the deputy, are you a Jew? <laughs> I think we got his reply. <laughs> I'm not a Jew. <laughs> it's pretty sad. Oh, I mean, cool. <laughs> he's already been, when the passion came out a few years ago, he was already accused of, of being an anti-Semite, mostly, um, well, given the content of the movie. Plus, uh, his father is a strong anti-Semite from what I, not, I don't know if he's not anti-Semite, but he definitely you believes that the Holocaust never anything? happened. Really? I have no clue about that. So. Oh, really? You didn't read that? Yeah, he's like a, um ultra-ultra-conservative um, branch of Catholicism, I think. Nazi. Because Gibson a, is a strong Catholic, right? Cause he I believe so. Yes, very yeah. very uh, conservative Catholic. Yeah, the Anti-Defamation League said that uh, Gibson's response was unremorseful, unremorseful and insufficient. And they and, talk and, just like that. And, <laughs> and that his tirade finally reveals his true self. So I don't, uh, I don't know. Who I, knows? Especially if he was drunk. He was I need to make a league for myself. Extraordinary gentleman. Anti-defamation league? Good lord. <laughs> yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm going to be the there are too many leagues and crap out there league. <laughs> I mean, obviously you don't know Mel Gibson, but do you think he's really an anti-Semite? I have no clue, man. I don't, know. I don't think in, I, I don't think, think the, the anti-Semitism uh, that was supposedly in the passion was hmm. ridiculous. I mean, I don't think there was any... just. If you go into something looking for it, I guess. Yeah. But it's not. I think he was just interpreting it the way that That's, he exactly believed it to be. It or, you know, like. I don't think it was yeah, intentionally anti-Semitic. It was supposedly depicting the events from the Bible, and in the Bible, everybody turned on him at the end. That's while, true. I, while days before, they were praising, you know. it's That's the way it goes. I mean, is it anti-Semitism to tell the story of the Bible? That depends. I guess what perspective you come from. Yeah, good point. 
All right. I'm not a Jew. Is X-Men anti-Semitic? Is Magneto Jewish? Is That's he? That's a good question. Mm. Didn't that feature Oprah's vagina? <laughs> no idea. I personally think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Have you all seen MI3 yet? All right. For more have than that on DVD yet? For more than 30 years, crowds have flocked to the small English village of Lyme Regis to watch an annual tradition. Two teams of fishermen standing on a wooden platform as human bowling pins hurl a giant dead giant excuse me <laughs> hurl a g- dead giant eagle at each other. Giant balls. Eagle. Eel. Did I say eagle? Good <laughs> lord. Eel. Eel. Holy cow. But the ritual was abruptly abandoned after an animal rights activist threatened to draw negative publicity in the latest tournament. Oh, no. (laughs) It's been going for how many years? 30 years. And they're just now getting around to coming to championing the cause of the eel. That's true. Of the dead eel. It's a dead eel. (laughs) Who the fuck cares? You can't throw a dead eel at another man. (laughs) What about a live one? And it'll shock the crap out of him? The question is, okay, did they... um, did they did they kill the eel with intention of kill, eating it? Kill and then the they eel. Decided, hey, we're just gonna throw it around. <laughs> and what I would like to know is, what is the origin? Unbelievably, of the, sport? the the uh, article does not say how the eel became dead. Cleaner. Well, does it say how the sport got started? Of no, it doesn't. There's no history here. or Anything? <laughs> how big Put is in the my ass. how big is the eel? I mean, uh, that you're throwing it at 25 pounds. The object of the game is to knock the opposing team off the platform by swinging a 25-pound <laughs> eel at them. This sounds like gladiators. It does. American gladiators? With a, with, a, with a dead eel. A giant conger eel is what it, they call it. I don't know what that is. But. <laughs> Crowds have flocked to Lyme Regis until, since, until, since 1974 to watch rival teams of nine men swinging the giant conger eel. <laughs> suspended oh. in the harbor by a rope. The local residents said they are dismayed at the demise of this their historic event. It is. It does sound like American Gladiators. Well, like cool. you got some average guy out there going up against Turbo and Laser <laughs> with a giant eel. Put it in my ass. <laughs> oh, good lord! A twenty-five pound eel. That's <laughs> <laughs> not me saying it. Uh, okay. Albanian police were speechless when around thirty Scandinavian women went topless, shocking local bathers and causing an uproar in an <sighs> Albanian beach resort. Isn't that uh, Albania? Isn't that not clear, uh, close to France? Is it? Isn't it? Toledo, Texas, it's just south of Hawaii. Uh, Euro, Patrick, you're going. You're going abroad <laughs> next year. Uh, I think Albania is. Uh, we, so we we. In Eastern Europe, but I, I could Eastern Europe I'm is pretty the sure it is too. thought. Police only oh, watched. They could not approach the tourists because they spoke no English. A local newspaper in southern Albania. Albanian mothers dragged their children away, and police received a barrage of complaints over the Scandinavian tourists. Don't you just point at the boobs? That's riveting. And you say, you imitate pulling the shirt over them or something? <laughs> Cover is it the really, boobs. Does it really require translation? Can't you just use rudimentary sign language for that? You would think so. Mm. That's a good point. <laughs> Madonna is in the news. There are privileges to being a pop icon that go far beyond mere femme, fame and fortune. Femme. <laughs> For instance, you always have a pristine place to park your keister whenever nature calls. Have y'all heard about is this? Is this something she's saying? That is. Let me finish that. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's sorry. a germ-free perk enjoyed by Madonna, who requires a brand spanking new toilet seat at every stop on her mega-grossing <laughs> confessions tour. Is that another Mexican dish? 
a spanking new <laughs> toilet seat? So I don't know. I am Mark Hudson. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, that's quite a new story. Apparently, she requires a new toilet seat everywhere she goes. So it's like y'all heard about this? It's like the writers we talked about before. Like Jennifer Lopez has to have all white sheets. Or Dick Cheney has to have a certain color of M and M's. So what does she do at her house? I don't know. Well, her ass has been all over that she thing. So it's she okay. should auction off toilet seats. This Do toilet seat was used one? by Madonna. Well, um, that's the thing. I because I heard about that earlier this week. They're talking about when she is done at that current stop. The toilet seat has to be destroyed by her own staff. Oh my god! So it's not sold on eBay, and her staff has to be the one to unwrap it from its plastic and attach oh, it to the toilet cool. seat. <laughs> that's you would, in, terrible. In, hold on, think about this. She's had so much penis up in here, so much Free strange pie. penis. Free Why pie. is she concerned about a toilet seat? If she's <laughs> got anything, point. she's already got the AIDS and the STDs. Why is she so concerned about this? I'm definitely afraid of having my ass torn out. Whatever. Maybe that's why. Next story. She's afraid of anal cancer like you. From the toilet that hasn't been used before? <laughs> no, from the one that has been used. That's why uh, she has to replace it. By herself? I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. She's replacing she's it with an old one. She's going to give herself something she doesn't already have? She's going to pick it up from the old toilet seat. That's why she has to have a new toilet seat. We're talking about in our concert, not in her house. Yeah. Why didn't she just carry the same one with her every time? I mean, that's I true. I don't know. I'm a pirate. Probably because it's not too sexy as a sex icon to be What's carrying up? around a toilet <laughs> seat all the time. Carrying it around. This is my toilet seat I bring. All right. I don't really this have any other news. Other than that, this other stuff's kind of boring, actually. What was that one? All right, you can read it. All right. Mark? Man finds 188-year-old Bible in dump bin. Mark? Yeah. Um, all right, <laughs> I got a couple Jesus stories. Jesus loves dog bitches and hoes. We didn't get to cover last week. Uh, there's been a PBS Kids Show host named Melanie Martinez that has been fired from as the host of The Good Night Show, which is uh, apparently it's on um, PBS Kids. I think their channel Sprout, which is devoted to... Two to five year olds. Dub dub dub. Jot. Basically, the uh, Sesame Street crowd. Yeah. Um, apparently, for three hours, the Good Night Show. She reads uh, bedtime stories. Two hours. Should, again, this is a sign of stupid modern America. Why plop your kids in front of a TV for bedtime stories? Yeah, well, can, well, why can't you read them yourself? Sit there and freaking lazy laziness. These are the same people that <laughs> buy those little things that do nothing but show odd shapes, like little DVD <laughs> players that scrap. show yeah, odd right. shapes. The, yeah, that, that was at a restaurant one time. Yeah, we that was insane. <laughs> these are what you buy if you don't want to have to be a parent. Um, I don't know why. why she Apparently, Martinez alerted PBS about some videos she had made a few years ago from technicalvirgin.com. They're spoof P- PSAs. And uh, I don't know why she alerted PBS, but when they after she alerted them, then they Later. decided to fire her. Uh, Sandy Wax, network president, said PBS Kids Sprout has determined that the dialogue in this video is inappropriate for her role as a preschool program host and may undermine her character's credibility with our audience. Um, is the audience really going out to the internet? Does she have and anything? Yeah, no kidding. Two to five year olds on Sprout. Yeah. Is, is the is the uh, is she portraying the same character that no. she is on PBS Sprout? Then what's the deal, no. right? Is that not... What the hell? What the hell? There's got to be some legal stuff there. It's That's just, very true. Well, think about it. You know, George Carlin used to be what on Shining Time man? Station back in the day, back in the 80s. Alec Baldwin, you know, who popularized sweaty balls and Saturday Night Live. <laughs> you know, he was on Shining Time Station. So why can Melanie Martinez, who spoofs... You hey, know, Lawrence PSAs, Fishburne was on Pee Wee Herman. Exactly. Exactly. So... The anti-kid show league in this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting the anti-kids show. What's the significance of telling us that anyway? So uh, I found 
um, one of Melanie's spoof PSAs on YouTube. So let's play this real quick. Uh, I know my mom. Oh, wait, that's not going to come through, is it? i got to close my browser and start. What do they do with the penis? It's okay. We'll, uh, sweet. Struggling. We'll just, uh, <laughs> go ahead and vamp. Uh, yeah, so, um, um, so we, so we, uh, there you go. That's the whole music. <laughs> See if this comes through. I know my mom worries about me. She's afraid I'll do too much too soon and with the wrong boy. That's why she got me this. That's First, I was one. a little nervous. But when mom showed me how to use it, There's a vibrating yes, picture. I knew boys could wait. Now I can have my fun, and mom doesn't have to worry. Vibrators, the smart choice for your future. Technicalvirgin.com it's actually not the one I wanted to play, but that's okay. Something a little bit disturbing about a mother, a mother sticking the vibrator where it's supposed to go. <laughs> that's think, very true. Uh, let me see if I can play the other one real quick. The other one was better. What was the significance of this? Well, it was just a story. I'm playing the audio from these I've ads. I've got big plans for my future. A good college, a career, maybe even my own business someday. Bitch. But one thing I'm not planning on is getting pregnant. That's why I choose anal sex. I mean, sure, it hurts a little, and I wind up walking funny for a day or two. In the ass? But I think my future's worth it. Anal sex. The smart choice for your future. <laughs> anal <laughs> sex. So she got fired for that. Anal. Anal. In which, you know, PBS. This is an that's an interesting one to play right after we read the GodHatesFags.com. That that's true. That's true. <laughs> We would think PBS, which is um, government funded, would be. Wait a minute, was okay. that the girl? Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. yeah that's why we're that's playing the this. Significance. Yes. yes. Okay, you didn't say that. Yeah. Well, I said technicalversion.com. What's the significance of telling us the that anyway? So, because of those commercials, they fired her. Right. Exactly. So that's why that's she got pretty fired. Pretty stupid. But PBS, which is government sponsored, I mean, shouldn't they? Why would they fire? Her? You know, let's let's forget about the fact that two to five year olds are not on the internet searching for what else Melanie Martinez has done. I mean, honestly, it's a, isn't it a free speech thing? You know, you're free to do your own thing. I don't know, man. That She's got to have some kind of legal... She's got to so. be able to sue them in some way. She wanted, they might have just handed her a big, she big just, payoff. She I just know. got the best publicity she's ever going to get, probably. That's very true. Uh, other than that, let's see. Get another piece of news real quick. Uh, in Britain, a woman has been ordered to take down a sign in her garden gate which read, Our, do our dogs are fed on Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> Apparently, uh... <laughs> Grove <laughs> said the sign has been up for more than 30 years when her husband put up the uh, sign when Jehovah's Witnesses uh, came to their house on Christmas Day. They own a terrier, or she owns a terrier puppy named Rabbit. And she said it's a gentle joke. To Come here, motherfuckers. So, apparently people found it inappropriate 30 years after it was originally oh, put up. Come on. Wow. Wow. Political correctness. Wow. Gone. That's, That's a terrible. joke. And lastly, eat the penis. Uh, Lindsay Lohan is, um, well, she's in trouble on the set of her latest movie called, uh, what was it called? Georgia Rules. And uh, she apparently has been caught partying again, which Patrick pointed out earlier, that she recently put out a statement saying she was going to try to get rid of her, her party girl image. And be accepted bleh, as a real actress. Bleh. Right. And uh, so now she, a Morgan Creek uh, producer, uh, James G. Robinson, actually he's the CEO 
of Morgan Creek. His, uh, his real letter. name is Dan Hunter. And here, here's what it says. It says, Dear Lindsay, since the commencement of principal photography on Georgia Rule, you have frequently failed to arrive on time to the set. <laughs> Today you did not show for work all day. I am now told you don't plan to come to work tomorrow because you are not feeling well. In quotes. You and your representatives have told us that various late ri- arrivals and absences from the set have been the result of illness. Today we were told it was heat exhaustion. We are well aware that your ongoing all-night heavy partying is the real reason for your so-called exhaustion. We refuse to accept bogus excuses for your behavior. Oh, that's not cool. To date, your actions on Georgia Rule have been discourteous, irresponsible, and unprofessional. You've acted like a spoiled child, and in doing so have alienated many of your coworkers and endangered the quality of this picture. Uh, moreover, your actions have resulted in hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage. We will not tolerate these actions any further. Two dollars. Uh, if you do not honor your production commitments, uh, we will hold you personally accountable. Uh, blah blah blah. They're going to take monetary action against her. So, so she hasn't go. actually been fired mm-hmm. yet. Not yet. She just got a stern, stern talking to. That's from definitely James a write up. And yeah. we know that that is an actual. Yeah. It's, well, this is from the smokingnun.com, which. The smoking nun. Smoking. That's what you said. <laughs> smoking, uh, Interesting. Sister Jeez. to the flying nun. Uh, but yeah, the smokinggun.com. You can find it on their website. Uh, yeah. So I, chances are, it's probably probably official. Just I mean, it looks it. official. <laughs> yeah, they've got an actual image of the uh, of the letter that was sent to Lindsay. So way to go, Lindsay. Uh, this just in. Anything else, uh, Thomas? In the train yard. Next story. I think the train yard is empty. Oh, All right. Dude. Pull back to the station. <laughs> Didn't that feature Oprah's vagina? All right. You can find us at uh, breakroom.org, or you can call us at uh, 214-3299-TBR. It's 827. Uh, you can reach us at breakroom.com. Thank you. <laughs> Our opening theme is provided by Who American you Rockstar. Like at AmericanRockstar.com or MySpace.com slash AmericanRockstar. Okay, we're back. Okay, you can subscribe to the show at uh, either through iTunes. If you go to the uh, music store, you can search for Break Room. Dub, dub, or if you go straight dub. to the podcast section, you can search for it there. Or if you have a podcatcher, you can subscribe through feeds.feedburner.com. I hate them all. Or you can find us at myspace.com slash thebreakroom. Wipe my ass with pine uh, The band again this week is called The Shakes, and you can find them at myspace.com slash theshakesmyspace or <laughs> music.pacho.com. <sighs> And uh, let's see. I think that's it. Uh, this song is called Daylight. And we'll catch you next week. Dustin, you're going to be out next week, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, not for the first half. You're not? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next week we've got a segment we recorded earlier. It's the Great yeah, Energy tra- Challenge of 2006. Taste test. Blind taste test. Why don't you just always cut it off? What do you mean? You just cut off the I war chant. I'm not done yet. There you go. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Chopper Lauren will be filling in on the news next week, so that's very true. They will be back from their honeymoon, and we'll hear great adventures of Canada. Well, I guess we're going to wait on that. All right, see you guys next week. Later. (laughs) 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 Missionary, visionary, flying down the stairs, crashing out the double doors and four streetlights in the spotlight, and they're playing up tonight. But how we got this bad, don't know at all Figured it'd live daylight Yeah, yeah, yeah Stop that blanket out again Walking in a winterland and wondering what's changed Swear the lights are red, but now they're blue 
Can't disappear And all I see Not think about it 